This episode of Kid Pod Theater is sponsored by Starlight Children's Foundation. Every minute, a child is in need of medical care. These kids are scared, lonely, and missing out on all of the things that make being a kid fun. That's where Starlight Children's Foundation comes in. For 35 years, Starlight has delivered happiness to 16 million seriously ill kids and their families at more than 800 children's hospitals and health care facilities in the U.S. Their state-of-the-art programs, like Starlight Virtual Reality, Starlight Hospitalware, and Starlight Gaming, entertain, distract, and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn how you can help deliver happiness at starlight.org. Kidpod! 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 You are listening to K-Pop Theater. Are you sure you got the right directions? This is where they said. I double-checked. But there's nothing around for miles. Unless you count that dead armadillo. The student coordinator was very specific. Mile 16.43, State Route 137, 12.36 p.m. My first day at a brand new school and they send us way out in the desert? That doesn't make any sense. Like I told you before, it's a bit unusual of a setup. This place does actually exist, right? Like, you didn't just look it up on the internet and sign me up because it had a cool website? No, it's legit. Your father went there. Maybe you misremembered what he told you. It's been a while. I remembered it perfectly. Trust me, it made quite the impression. Well, if it's so great, why am I only starting now? Lots of reasons. But mostly, I was afraid you wouldn't fit in. So you waited for the awkward middle school years to stop homeschooling me and send me off on a foreign exchange program. (sighs) What could possibly go wrong? Look, I know, we, we should have discussed this earlier. But there never seemed the right time. There are some things about your family that I haven't told you. You mean how Dad wasn't from here? You knew. I overheard you two talking about it right before he left us. He didn't leave. His ship went missing. Which he left us to go on. He wasn't abandoning us. It was part of his job as a cartographer. How badly do we need new maps? Hasn't Google already done all that? It's a bit more complicated than that. Plus, didn't he know if he left the country they might not let him back in again? Left the country? Oh, you think Dad was an illegal alien? Sure, you guys wouldn't have been so secret about it if he had a green card. That is not it at all. But I'm okay, right? They're not going to send me away, will they? I think you've gotten the wrong idea about what kind of alien your father was. What's that? Stand back. I think this is your ride. My ride? It's a flaming tornado! Wormholes really do a number on a fellow's vestibular system. Are you Mr. Marcos? I am. Henrik Marcos, student coordinator. And you must be Lorita Estrella and her handsome son, Baltazar. We are. I'm pleased you found the rendezvous point. I was afraid with your little brains you would have trouble understanding the directions. Little brains? Sorry. I didn't mean that in a derogatory way. I was merely stating an objective fact that human brains are relatively undeveloped compared to most other species. That won't be a problem, will it? 
You know, with Balti fitting in? Absolutely not! At the Andromeda Academy, each student is shown the utmost respect, no matter their planet of origin or evolutionary status. Planet of origin? Mom, what is he talking about? You were right about your dad being an alien, but not what kind of alien. So he wasn't from Mexico? No, he was from much, much further away. The Triangulum Galaxy, if memory serves. Southside. You knew my father? I more than knew him. We were roommates in the dorms! Oh yeah? What was he like? An absolute slob. Constantly burping and leaving his dirty socks everywhere. But also, the funniest person this side of Canis Minor. That's our Dante. So if my dad was from outer space, that makes me... Half alien. Which probably explains why you're not as small-brained as the average Earthling. No offense. <laughs> None taken. Why didn't you tell me about this earlier? I thought you'd think I was joking. I would've, because it's impossible! Some would say making it halfway across the universe in this traffic is impossible, but I just did it in less than 40 minutes! There's traffic up there? Not the way I drive! Are you ready to go to school? No, I got too many questions to ask first. Sorry, no time. The wormhole is gonna close up in 20 seconds, and if we miss it, the next one isn't due until winter solstice. Go on, honey. We can Skype after you arrive and get settled in. They have Wi-Fi in space? Where do you think Earthlings stole the idea? Now, quick, grab your luggage, kiss your mom goodbye, and step into the flaming tube before it collapses under its own gravitational pull. I love you, honey. You go enjoy your new school. Love you too, mom. Disembarking niceties complete. Time to sail! Keep your arms tucked to your side. You don't want any body parts to become quantumly entangled. It's just a mess. I, I can't believe it. We're traveling through space. There goes Jupiter and Pluto. It's a hoot, isn't it? Intergalactic travel never gets old. Except when you have to ride with Jiper. That guy won't shut up about how the space-time continuum makes his tentacles retain water. <laughs> Sorry for the abrupt stop. Most first-timers have trouble with that, especially those with limited craniums. Where are we? The Andromeda Academy, your new school. But we just flew across the galaxy. It looks just like home. That is because of the reality distortion field. The what? All living species are inherently predisposed to fear things which are unfamiliar to them. People who look different, foreign locations, foods that appear too exotic. I once ate snails because my mom said they were a French delicacy. They were disgusting. I'm sure the snail felt the same way. Anyway, because our students come from all reaches of the universe, in all sorts of physical manifestations and viscosities, the administration thought it best to create a level playing field for all. Hence the RDF. The Reality Distortion Field. It's a perception-altering force field which tricks the user's mind into translating the unfamiliar and foreign into the familiar and comforting. So the RDF makes the weird-looking aliens look like humans? To you. And to them, the RDF makes you look like whatever species they are. But the school building... Same thing. While in reality, it might be made of tetrahedral beryllium blocks, to you, it appears to be the brick and stone schoolhouse from your favorite television show. Oh my gosh, you're right. This is Franklin Junior High from Middle School Maniacs. 
It is whatever your own mind finds to be the most comforting. And the food? It'll appear to be your normal American fare, hamburgers, chicken nougats, and pizza. But in reality, it is... Best that you don't know. If one thing is universal, it is that school cafeteria food is disgusting. Welcome back, Mr. Marcos. I see you have a new student with you. Yes, indeed, Velma. I present to you one Baltazar Estrella. And please be good to him. He is the son of my best childhood chum. Oh, well, we were going to assign him to mine sulfur in the fiery gorgon pits, but now that you say that, we'll just enroll him in regular eighth grade classes. Really? Don't mind, Velma. She's a kidder. I also play a mean accordion. Here's his paperwork. Ah, oh, you've been assigned the North Campus dorms. Is that a good one? The best? Come on, I'll show you to your room. So what happens if I don't fit in? I don't imagine that'll happen. Why? I've never gone to school before. Mom taught me at home. Probably because I'm some half-alien freak. First off, you're not a freak. Nobody is. Secondly, you're not half-alien. Both sides of you are alien. Just different kinds. Oh. I hadn't thought about it that way. And lastly, at some point in time, everyone has felt exactly like you do right now. Awkward, alone. But that's the thing, you're not alone. You've got me, and pretty soon, you will have all sorts of friends. Amazing ones that'll make your Earth friends look like worms. They're not worms, are they? No, they're human. Sorry, didn't mean to be insensitive. You all look the same to me. Hey, look at that! Room 14B! Same as your old man and me. You lived here too? I would be surprised, but since I arranged it, it would be sort of foolish of me. Yes? Arnie Zumwalt? From the planet Chaco and the Clotfelter system? Yeah? Meet Balti Estrella! Your new roommate! He's from Earth! An Earthling, oh boy! I've never met someone from your planet! I don't even know anybody who has! <laughs> I think you're squeezing him too tight. He can't breathe. Sorry, I sometimes forget other species can't handle being hugged by eight tentacles. Tentacles? They look like arms! Because of the RDF, but watch. If you wave them back and forth real fast, it causes a glitch in the system. Pretty cool, huh? It looks like you're swinging an octopus. I don't know what that is, but thank you. And voila, back to arms. You know, I didn't know Morton Fleewangler had three heads until he had a sneezing fit and they started flopping all around. You don't have three heads, do you? No, just the normal two. Well, I can see you have lots to catch up on. I'll let you settle in and get ready for classes tomorrow. Thanks for helping me today, Mr. Marcos. My pleasure! It was like old times. So did you just arrive? Nah, the wormhole spit us out about an hour ago. You got to take a wormhole, Lucky! I had to get here the old-fashioned way. In a spaceship. You rode in a real spaceship? Barely. It's already got like 200 million light years on it. By the time I can get my license, it probably won't even go warp speed. That's amazing. I've never even seen a spaceship before. They don't have those on Earth? We've got rockets, but they can't go anywhere near as far. What's the furthest one's ever traveled? The moon. Oh, which one? I hear the moons on the Alpha Centauri system are nice. Uh, our moon. The Earth's moon. Oh. I guess you guys are small-brained, like they say. No offense. No problem. I've been hearing that a lot lately. Hey, fellas, you gotta come out here and check this out. This quadrillion can stick her whole head 
in her own mouth. Woohoo! We've got to see that. Do it, do it, do This is going to be an awesome school year. Hey, who's that? Who's who? I think I saw someone just walk into our room. It couldn't be. I locked the door. But I swear, some kid just slipped in. And now, for my next trick, I will swallow my arm and regurgitate it from my ear. Hey, he just left. We should probably follow him to make sure he didn't steal anything. You can if you want, but I'm going to stay and watch this. Hey, you. What are you doing in my room? Hey, stop. I want to know what you were doing in my room. Did he take something? At least turn around. I don't care how many eyes you've got. It's rude not to look at someone when they're talking to you. Hey, you're... You're... And one final heave ho! Oh man, you totally missed it! This kid can swallow anything! Can't wait for breakfast tomorrow. So, did we have an intruder? Yeah, we did. Wait, we did? But I thought I locked the door. Well, he got in. I hope he didn't steal anything, especially not my micro-novel devices. I worked all autumnal era on those. Did he get a good look at him? Uh-huh. So what did he look like? Me. He looked exactly like me. Alien Exchange Student is a production of Kid Pod Theater, produced by Jason T. Reed, Casey Wolf, and Jim Cooper. Written by Jim Cooper and directed by Casey Wolf. Featuring the voice talents of Sam Navarro as Baltic Estrella, Charlie Hobart as Arnie Zumwalt, and Carrie Cooper as Lula. Additional voice talents Marita De La Torre as Lurita Estrella, Isabella Dixon as the cheerleader, Jamie Mazur as Crunk and Largos Campos. Lila Ward as Coatl, Madison Lovett as Zoliver and the Lunch Lady, Nicholas Thurkettle as Mr. Marcos, Rachel Weiss as Trina, Sam Lovett as Giski, Miguel Perez as Dante Estrella, and Zoe Ross Eggleston as Plysera and Rankster. Sound engineering by Casey Wolf, sound design by Craig Good, additional sound provided by freesound.org, original score by Kevin Hartnell, original spot art by Nigel Octorlooney. No aliens were harmed in the making of this podcast. If you like what you've heard, spread the word either by review on the podcatcher of your choice or by sending radio frequencies to the Globular Femme Lagoons on Caltron 6.